episode of Sequel Rights, the podcast where we take a look at the franchises that make you go, they made how many of those? And we give each and every sequel a fair trial. My name is Justin Camps, and I'm here with... Elizabeth Halley. And... Tyler Dalton Hyman. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. You wish. <laughs> and we have a very special guest with us tonight. Uh, some say he's the best friend a good time ever had. Josh Briggs! <laughs> oh, thank you so much for having me. It's great to be here at the Double Deuce. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. We all got our drinks at the Double Deuce. We got a drink at the Double Deuce. We're here in Jasper. <laughs> yeah, and we're about Missouri. to get rowdy. <laughs> Because uh, this week we're talking about Roadhouse, the Patrick Swayze film from 1989. Everyone loves it. Mm-hmm. But we do have a couple of Roadhouse newbies here. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't even know anything about this movie. This is my first time seeing it. Oh, my God. Oh. And Eli's, I believe. I never even heard of it. Yeah. I'm so glad to hear you guys say that. I had seen it once before, but this is not one of my movies. This is one of those, I think, that is a movie that for a lot of people... It's one of their movies. Mm-hmm. This is one of my movies. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> we got one right here. All right, so we got the whole gamut of people. We got the whole gamut. Um, well, as we do, why don't we take a look at that Roadhouse trailer? Can I buy you guys a drink? Guess not. Patrick Swayze is... Dalton. I thought you'd be... bigger. Opinions vary. When he's around, anything can happen. How's a guy like you end up a bouncer? Just lucky, I guess. And usually does. If somebody gets in your face, I want you to be nice. Don't! Don't be rude! Ask him to walk, but be nice. Help this gentleman to the door. Until it's time to not be nice. So says the fighting philosopher. He may be hard to handle. I keep talking, you're going to go off thinking I'm a nice guy. I know you're not a nice guy. But he's easy to like. What's the matter, Dalton? Don't you like women? The worst I ever had was wonderful. He's not what you'd expect. I thought you'd be bigger. <laughs> but there's one thing you can count on. He's the best friend a good time ever had. Hey, Tyler. Hey. Yeah. See that? See that guy over there? Yeah. You see that guy? Yeah. That's Dalton. <laughs> oh shit, Dalton! That's Dalton, bro. Dalton. <laughs> I thought he would be bigger. I heard he killed a guy. I heard he killed a guy. Oh bullshit! <laughs> <laughs> if you wanted a movie where middle-aged people are pretending like they're in their twenties and they're, <laughs> that they're cool. <laughs> This is the movie for you. If you wanted to see 38-year-old dudes wearing polo shirts pretending like they're badasses, this is the movie for you. If you wanted to see Patrick Swayze in a shirt that has collars that don't make any sense, this is the movie for you. Yeah, I felt it was so of the time. That shirt was like a... It was like a gi, right? It was like a gi. It was like a gi that you could golf in. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Accurate, accurate. His, uh, yeah, it was all like all the clothes he wore were so silky in the beginning. And the, yeah, in the first bar when you first see him, his pants are like palazzo, like <laughs> yeah, giant mm. pants, like like he's like he could get taken away, yeah, like taken away by a windstorm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Will he dance or will he? Will he fight dance? We will not know. <laughs> we don't know. Uh, so, yes, this movie gives you, you know, it's ever so often where you get to see a piece of cinema that gives you a insight into a, a type of life that you just don't know before. And this yeah. gets us into the world of high-level cooling. Yeah. yeah, I didn't even know what that was. I was like, I was like, is this because, a thing? Because you know why? It's not a thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, this whole movie, I was like, this movie is so fucking weird. Like, did they just come up it's with like, this idea? Like, elite bouncers from all... Like, Travel the countryside. Yeah. For... Like, like Ronin warriors in times of old. Yeah. I, have a, I have a question. So, like, those guys, when everyone's like... I actually wanted to ask a friend who's, like, in the bar business. Mm-hmm. Like, would anybody... Know, well, you just said it's not real. So, I guess maybe that answers my question. But I want to know, like, would they even... like? Would he be an expert? You know, like, because certainly within certain industries, people know, mm-hmm. like, you know, names that no one else knows, maybe. Mm-hmm. Sure. 
But do you think Dalton, the name of Dalton, is really going around? Or they just know him because he maybe killed a guy? <laughs> <laughs> they know him because he, he killed a guy. Yeah, he's so, like so. A, a consultant. I mean, the, <laughs> the idea of the cooler, which is, which is a thing, is, is a bouncer who can diffuse situations without just being a big guy. Right, uh, so like he's the bounce, he's like the bouncer general. Well, yeah, where, there's like, a William H Macy movie of the same. Oh name, yes, right? and it's very oh. good. Uh, where he just has he's incredibly unlucky and uh, and sits at gambling tables to ruin people's hot streaks. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like when I was looking up the word cooler, it all just came up about gambling and like are coolers mm-hmm. in Vegas a real thing? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and what you were saying about like people knowing bouncers, I went on Wikipedia has a list of notable bouncers. Oh. <laughs> Who's on top of the list? I bet you Dalton. Won't be able to guess. <laughs> no, he's on the list, but he's not number one. What? Ooh. What? Ooh. But like pop? You mean like fictional? Bouncers. No, these are like real. Oh, they're real. I mean, but ones? Patrick Swayze's on the list. Oh, okay. <laughs> huh? Okay, so this is someone who was a bouncer. Is was like the Rock a bouncer? Oh, that was my first that's thought. A good guess. But yeah, yeah. Is, uh, I don't think he's on the list. No. Huh. Was it a wrestler? Uh, he's number. There, are Dave Bautista is number two. Oh, okay. Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel is number four. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> so just name any random beefy dude. You and... just want to know who's number one? Uh, Schwarzenegger. No. Lou uh, Frick now. Nope. Ooh. You're not going to guess. Dolph gonna... Lundgren. Okay, just tell us. The n- number one George is... W. Bush. Number one on the list is <laughs> Pope Francis. What? <laughs> Apparently wow. he was a bouncer uh, in uh, Buenos Aires uh, before he started doing the seminary. Oh wow. my god! <laughs> I thought I was like, "What? That's crazy!" Now he he's just bouncing like people out of purgatory. One, two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, he was he was Dalton. He was like, yeah. he was like, "No, you don't want to, you don't want to fight here." Yeah. He's like, "Just turn the other cheek." You know, like... The no, devil's dude. ultimate cooler. <laughs> <laughs> Pope. Oh my god. Let's make a Roadhouse Three with Pope Francis. Oh my God. <laughs> I think he'd be down for that. Let's let's call him up. Yeah. The, devil <laughs> the Devil Deuce. Not in my house. Oh God. So yeah, he's going around to different bars, fixing them and getting rid of the riffraff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's like the Mary Poppins of bars. <laughs> <laughs> he comes in when the wind changes, and then he leaves That's like right. when everything's good. Yeah, so, yeah a kind of shitty bedside manner too, right? Like, he's not likable as a person. Yeah. <laughs> I love these two opening scenes where, like, both opening scenes are just him, like, you know, watching a bar for a really long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I thought that was really fun, like, just to see everything that was going on in the scene. Like, All the different rhythms. And, yeah. And as a cooler, you have to be tapped in to the We get the to see how he's bar. totally uh, mastered this one bar casino, and then he goes and sees, like, what he's got his work cut out for. At That's the right. Juice. That's right. So, yeah, he's, he's a, a cooler at a top, a top bar in New York City. And then this random guy from the Midwest comes and says, hey, I need you to cool my bar. Give me your kidney. I also need your kidney. Yes, I was going to say that. Because he's Locke's dad. I hate this actor. He's so creepy. I was like, oh, it's Locke's dad and the bad guy from Newsies. I can't. Isn't it weird that he's not a villain? He's so slimy. And he gets out of airport limo service at the front door of this bar, which is like one of the weirdest decals, weirdest prop decals. (laughs) I felt for sure he was going to turn out to be evil just because it was that guy. He's going to turn on Patrick. He He does kill a man. Yeah. Well, but, uh, so do several people. Yeah. yeah I don't know. I, I'm not sure. I didn't see anything. Yeah, I didn't see anything. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's that Missouri charm. Um, Can we so, about, yeah. Do you want to talk about that right now? Sure. Sure. Because I think that's like one of the weirdest. It's like it's <laughs> this movie is so intensely white, and that like the the, the ultimate resolution is like uh, four white business owners finally got their town back, which is so rudely <laughs> taken. After like twenty five acts of extreme white terrorism, <laughs> like white on white bombs, yeah. like everywhere, like huge bombs. The cops let them walk away because they just charmingly go. I didn't see anything. <laughs> yeah. Did you see? Yeah. And they go around to each they guy laugh. like, hey, did you like, see anything? Hey, you're all holding shotguns, and this man has multiple gunshot wounds. <laughs> but forensic science isn't a thing. No, they ditched point. the shotguns. Like, they so, all, yeah. like, oh, yeah. they had they a whole system. Like a the old prospector took them out to, yeah. like, a <laughs> gun disposal. Ammit! Ammit's hams! But, like, the fact that then after all that, all that, that like, they don't even – I mean, you have to assume those guys are not sleeping most nights after that. Like, I mean, it's really 
It's really a dark moment. You know, but the movie, literally plays off, the movie plays it off like it's charming as hell. Yeah. Like, we just murdered a man in cold blood. They all, like, Doc's they all cool with each it. other afterwards. Yeah, yeah Doc is cool with it. Which Oh, who, by the way, has no other name in the credits? Is it Doc? <laughs> yeah. They say her name in the movie, but like in the all the like credits and the IMDb, she's just Doc. Yeah. Like, I think they said her name was like Dr. Elizabeth Clay Winston. or something it was. ridiculous it was. like that, yeah. They may have uh, said that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> Kelly Lynch as Doc, yeah. Yep, yep. She was pretty good, actually, I thought. She was. <laughs> You're like, no, she was <laughs> Babe doctor at rural hospital. Riddle? Yeah. Like, I don't yeah. know. I, it's like a what? very... Oh, Can you be a doctor for one scene and then just wear a dress right for this that movie? Was she was just so skinny that I was like, uh, mm. like you, I felt like I could see her chest bones like popping out. <laughs> <at me>, like, <laughs> <not great. laughs> and you know she had to be even skinnier than that in real life because the camera, right. you know, adds 10 pounds or whatever. In I two ribs. Know. It's really weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, she was okay, I guess. <laughs> Um, it's not giving her a ton to work with. Yeah, I think yeah, like one yeah. of the early scenes, somebody like tries to hit on someone by asking if they can go nipple to nipple. Oh yeah, strong. That was oh, good. Yeah. To this... which she said, "I can do that without you," which <laughs> implies like... she can put her own nipples, two nipples together. together. Yeah, I mean, I guess to form Voltron. <laughs> uh, no, this movie starts out uh, problematic from the get-go. How dare you? Uh, <laughs> hey, we're just trying to have fun here, okay? Yeah. <laughs> well, they're trying to have fun with Double Deuce as well, but yeah. there's a there's a lot of like, I'll pay you, you if you pay me twenty dollars, you can touch my girlfriend's tits. That was really creepy. Yeah, yeah. and then the guy's like, I'll have twenty dollars <laughs> after a weird just molesty scene. <laughs> yep. Wow. Yeah. Three and a half Which, minutes. I, I mean, I guess and the guy's like, yeah, touch him. If, yeah. You're, if you're trying to show <laughs> so that gross. your place is a shithole that needs cleaning up, that's a that's an effective scene. Yeah. So that, you know what? We can chalk up that horrible uh, <laughs> sexist scene to efficient screenwriting. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it kicks off an entire crazy fight. <laughs> it does. It does. Uh, but it was, it's, there's, there's problems for this movie. And uh, her being rail thin is maybe one of them. Like, it's kind of terrifying. Like, she looks like Skeletor. <laughs> yeah, I think, like, that was somehow their way of showing that she was, like, a good girl. Like, because, like, the other girls all had, like, their boobs out and stuff, and she just, like, didn't have any. Like, I, I don't know. It was, it was weird. But no, she's she's very pretty. But if you look at pictures of her today, she looks better than she does yeah. in this movie because she, like, doesn't look emaciated. Like, yeah. I also, mean, the hair. No body the shaming. Hair no body shaming. Do you think? I mean, I could also see that having something to do with that. It's Patrick Swayze as the lead, and he's not like. Besides uh. the fact that it said thirty times in the movie about how small he is, yeah. <laughs> that like he's, which I kind of appreciate as like a tack rather than like putting Tom Cruise on an Apple box or yeah. two. It's like right. just saying like, no smaller guy. This is what the point of this like right. role is. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's smaller, and that's okay. But to maybe not look at like weird on screen, they had to find like a petite woman to be opposite. I think I think absolutely that's part of it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, well, and well, like a justified casting in this movie, and also their gross misuse of Keith David. Oh my God, Uh, Keith David! Yeah, Yeah. Keith Keith David from Missing in Action Three. Don't forget (laughs) Keith David from everything. He's also he's hiding in the background of a couple scenes. Yeah, yeah. Which we were talking about this is the whitest movie, and I'm like, but Keith David is in this movie, and he is ruined. Well, yeah. Apparently, the original cut of the film was like three hours long. Whoa. And fifty uh, <laughs> percent yeah. more like giant house bombs. Yeah. Well, uh, you want to know what Tinker's up to in his spare time? Yeah. <laughs> well, there was a whole uh, there was a whole subplot with Keith David's character that ended up getting of cut people out. People being racist, or yeah. So they came in um, to the double deuce, like him and his girlfriend, a black couple, and then like there was an extra fight scene basically Uh-oh. where they cause a whole fight well, we don't take then, kindly to your kind yeah and, but then like Patrick Swayze becomes friends with him and hires him as the bartender Aww. so that savior. got cut out yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah finally <laughs> but they figured they, they saw, saw that they could cut out that entire plot line and the movie wouldn't be any different other yeah, than him showing up white people and like oh my god like this rich dude in town is ruining our cars. <laughs> oh, my God. He ruins a lot of cars. Oh, um, my God. So many cars. So <laughs> let, we should we, – before we kind of spin off in more directions and we, we lose <laughs> the things, let's talk about the central kind of uh, conflict of this movie. It's classic 80s 
villain problem. Yes. <laughs> Rich guy wants to ruin all the fun. <laughs> <laughs> the dean. That's right, exactly. The dean of the city is after everybody. I mean, that's basically what it that's, is. Yeah, that is what it is. I was he's like, a it's good a good guy. He's just trying to help the community. You know, if it weren't for him, they wouldn't have JCPenney. That's right. Coming on its way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ask, anybody. Ask anybody. If it weren't for him taking a slice out of everybody's profits, you know, they wouldn't even have, like... There the would great be a deals of JC Penny. <laughs> there wouldn't be a potential of JC Penny. Which yeah. okay, well, let's get into this right now because I think that that's one of the things that's actually kind of great about this movie is that the villain is not like like he's like typical white guy evil, like rich white dude evil. He's pretty insane though. No, he no, he's <laughs> a sociopath. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. But like for an 80 for like an 80s movie, like he's like he's like there's no he's not that far from The Dean wasn't from... like let's bomb Animal House. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, he kills this is an action movie. He kills people, right? <laughs> yeah. But like his motivations are so pedestrian and they're so like capitalist where I think that like the scene where it takes the piss out of him, where like it's pathetic when he's like, "We wouldn't have a Jay Penny if it wasn't for me," <laughs> and it's like it's almost like I think that, I think that that's one of the things that makes this movie have staying pattern and power and being a bad movie that's fun to watch is that it's not self aware, but it is like. I don't know what it is, but it's something about him think, being a villain and him being a shitty villain. Yeah. I think they were definitely, the filmmakers were definitely self-aware of what they were making. Uh-huh. Um, there's a, I bought the Shout Factory Blu-ray. Oh, nice. <laughs> and um, there's like this whole like hour-long making of, and they have interviews with all the actors. And one of the things was Kelly Lynch was like, she got the script and she was like, um, I'm a doctor, but then I'm in a skirt like the rest of the time. And <laughs> producer Joel Silver was like, listen, like we're going to like, we're making what's going to be the greatest drive-in movie of all time. <laughs> and oh, I that's feel like, interesting. yeah, I feel like that's I think actually that is, is correct. That's what it turned out be- to be. Yeah. So I, I mean, it's I, not I think... that doctors can't wear skirts. Right. Though. No, no, no. <laughs> but I mean, she's like... wearing scrubs the whole time. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. allowed to buy her own <laughs> She'd be like Dirty John, just show up to parties in scrubs. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, uh... Y- yeah. So I think that there's something about him being like the intro to this villain is him listening to Shaboom and, <laughs> and then so driving crazy. erratically. That is so crazy. That scene. <laughs> I have a, I have a couple of young children, so I see most things through, uh, through a Pixar Cars lens. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I had my, my jaw was on the floor when he's driving around to Shaboom, which yeah. is my son's second favorite song. <laughs> and that's that's yes. a great song. It is. I mean, that scene is nuts, but it's like a great way to just show like. He's like, this, this dude doesn't my, give a fuck. This is my fucking town. I can yeah. do whatever I want. Yeah. I can drive on the wrong side I of can, the road. I can almost crash my car and not even give a fuck. <laughs> he didn't even like swerve out of the way of that uh, Patrick Swayze's car. Nope. He was just like, meh, whatever. It, it's weird. It's also just kind of like a, instead of like a home invasion movie, it's a bar invasion movie. Like everyone just gets, you know, everyone just gets like ticked off for like no reason. And the, the logical extreme is they're willing to murder strangers. <laughs> yeah. In retaliation for like not having their shitty bar, like their, or I should say, like their front for their side hustle, like taken away from them. Yeah, right. he got seems... mad that his nephew got fired from being yeah. a bartender. Or yeah, whatever. Well, like, and admits the... that he sucks. That he's like, you know, is an unemployable yeah. dude, and he's also super wealthy. He could give him a sham job, right? Certainly, yeah. like, yeah, he doesn't need to be a bartender. That doesn't make any sense. Of like, uh, I'm uh, Wesley. Wesley is the mm. name of our villain, Brad here. Wesley. Brad Wesley. Brad Wesley. Uh, it's not like he owns a competing bar. Yeah. It's not like he has, like, he just doesn't like. He just, he just wants to control. He owns right the man. liquor suppliers or he can tell them not to deliver sure. or something. And then, and then I guess that he was also married to Doc at one point. No, just had a thing. I just had a yeah, thing with just her. Thing. Okay. Yeah. To be. I Probably like an infatuation. I don't know. Like, because at first I thought that he was gay. Because Ooh. they have him with the other girl at the pool party, and he's wearing like a bright pink bathrobe, and he's saying to that girl like, "Oh, look at the sky over here! Like he's so cute. I love having him around." Or what? Like, oh, that's right. Like, yeah, that's right. Like that giant. It was like I was just like, that's a weird over here. Is he like the evil gay guy? And this this girl's like his beard or whatever, you know? And uh, but then it, it was like he was abusing her, and then like he made her dance naked, and yeah, then yeah. it says he had a thing for. It was all over the place. But, you know, <laughs> whatever. Sexuality's flu. It, so whatever but like <laughs> wesley doesn't know what's up yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah it is weird the like 
yeah, the the abuse in his house that like there's never um there's never direct retribution for. As a matter of fact, they have her dance on stage at the club right. after that happens. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. And that, that's a very weird yeah. scene. It's a, yeah, it's a, <laughs> and then and yeah, there's a lot of like girls jumping up on tables and dudes being like let her party. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick Swayze is just like really nicely like get down please yeah <laughs> please get down be nice uh, be nice be nice <laughs> uh, so what has happened is that Patrick Swayze has been hired to come calm this place down the double deuce yeah yeah he fires everybody that's corrupt which was kind yeah. of fun which I do yeah I do like to see they also sort of... get their last paychecks though yes it's not a government <laughs> shutdown yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so like so yeah, he he drives in, he gets he gets hired in and uh uh this guy uh Locke's dad is like, "Well, when can I expect him?" He's like, "I'll be there when I be there." Like he's just yeah. like, "I'm like the wind." I'll yeah. show you up. also I find like, out that he buys a new car in every town yeah. because yeah. people just smash his windshield every which night. Which is right. a, which is an amazing detail. Yeah, yeah. Like, that is world building at its finest. I did like that uh <laughs> in yeah. a shitty action movie. <laughs> The guy who was hiring him uh, is like, I got your plane ticket right here. And he's like, I don't fly on planes. Too dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, is it? It's the safest way to travel. More dangerous than driving. <laughs> I like when he gave his car away at the first town to like a homeless black guy. He was like, here you go. And the guy's like, what do you think I am? A valet? And he's like, no, I'm giving you the car. He's like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> he just, he didn't know questions to ask. He's just Sweet. like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> that is like one of, those are actually two of like many, like what should be great comedic bits in this movie. Like the, his car repeatedly getting destroyed. Yeah. They're totally stepped on by the fact that Patrick Swayze is not funny. And it's like <laughs> not a funny movie at all. That like, we're like this idea that every single time they show that old Buick or whatever yeah. it is, it's just like there's a stop sign through it now. Like there's <laughs> yeah. something like even more fucked up about it that he won't get fixed. It's just it's a and then yeah, handing that guy the keys to the car, but it's just like I was like, he's the most. It's, it's like a piece of wood. Like it's yeah. like it's like like oh look at my improv team. Well, he's, me. He spends like half the movie standing with his arms crossed. Just yeah, not, looking, not losing his just temper. Just looking at yeah. things. Absurd. And then the other half of the pants, movie, pants billowing in the bar. Yeah, winds. And the other half of the movie just like kicking people in the face. Yeah. Oh yeah. Or this shitty comeback line. He says, uh, the guy's like, I thought, you'd, I thought you'd be bigger one of those times. And he goes, opinions vary. <laughs> yeah. like, and then like, like, walks away. It's in the trailer. Yeah. Like, yeah. The fact that that line was like, someone was like, oh, that's gold. That is gold. But what about the part where, he's, where uh, the one guy's like, uh, what if someone says my mom's a whore? And he's like, well, is she? Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty good. That was pretty good. <laughs> I mean, it's like in the same scene. I think. Yeah, it probably is. The takeaway line of the movie. Is is when he's getting stitches and Doc's like, "Hey, do you want a do you want a local anesthetic?" And he's like, "No, pain don't hurt." Yeah. <laughs> oh, also, I, don't, I don't know who said this because I didn't write it down, but I wrote down the quote: "Does a hobby horse have a wooden dick?" Oh like, yeah. <laughs> Like oh, somebody good. asks something like, yeah, yeah and he's sure. like, does a yeah. bear shit in the woods kind of thing? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hobby oh. or with the dick. I can't remember. Was that Red know. who said that? Does I can't remember. He? I don't yeah. know who said it. I don't know why. There's some very amazing lines in this yeah. film. That's probably a whole subgenre of like 80s action movies are like, yeah, turns, like turns of turns of phrases like that. We're <laughs> yeah. like, oh, let, we're going to make our own version <laughs> It's going to be iconic. Yeah. yeah. This is going to be. Now I have a machine gun. Ho, ho, hobby. ho. Yeah. <laughs> what about the one uh, in the climactic fight scene at the end? That's a pretty great line, too. I, yeah. <laughs> I... That's one that okay, I was like, I feel like I'm fighting someone. I feel like I've heard this line and not seen the movie before. If you want them to know how tough and manly you are <laughs> while fighting a tough and manly guy. The best thing to yell out is probably not. I used to fuck guys like you in prison. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that was so good. Oh. I was like, what? What? <laughs> and so we're talking about we're talking about Lucky Wesley's, you, I guess. I yeah, yeah. yeah I would be like, no, we gotta we gotta stop the fight and talk about this. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> Main enforcer, Miley Cyrus's dad, Billy Ray Cyrus. <laughs> <laughs> but not really. Not really. <laughs> Uh, it's a guy in who wears the Canadian tuxedo most most of the movie. He has like a bunch of earrings. That's like, has, I think yeah. that's another reason that I thought maybe like 
they were gay together, like because he oh, like always followed him around. Yeah. Well, and he's always well, like my prize fighting boy. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> the Canadian tuxedo uh, crucifix earring boy. <laughs> but it's like, why do you brag about that? Like, I no, guess just because it's like a show of you're like, well, I'm not gay, but I fucked get men in prison to show my superiority. It was, it was about dominance. Yeah. 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 Still, I just wish Patrick Swayze had just stopped fighting and been like, I'm not I'm locked sorry, in here with me? you. Yeah, like, You're locked in here with me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Pardon me, what? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, he doesn't get a chance to ask that question because Patrick Swayze rips his throat out. Yeah. Yes. With his oh bare hands. Just like we've been set up to see that in the yes. beginning of the movie. As as what we've kind of seen is that Swayze got <laughs> intimate with the late. Rip. Yeah. <laughs> Got got intimate with a lady, did not know that she was married, and then the Whoops. husband showed up, wanted to kill him, and Patrick Swayze uh, returned the favor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Killed the gentleman and, and then haunting, ran away. It's been haunting him Haunting him. Since. Yes, he did not want to kill. And so he's like, oh, my tiny dancer limbs. Like, <laughs> they're too dangerous. I can't fight. I have well, to yeah. drink coffee and look at people. And he like he stops himself from ripping out Brad Wesley's like, throat. You know, you know, he's so tempted. Know, he's licking his chops. He's got his yeah, fingers like, I'm going to do you, it. You know what's, <laughs> what's going to stop me from moving so fast that I have to kill people? Billowy pants. Yeah. If I wear billowy pants, I can't oh. move fast enough to kill. It's the drag. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. I forgot to look it up. But were these um, like full nudity butt shots really them at all? Or are these all doubles? I think oh, it was I him. I, he had one. She had one. Or no, Tyler, you watched the edited version. So well, you I've wa- I've seen this movie. Oh, okay. many, many, many <laughs> he years. doesn't know there's butts or boobs in this <laughs> movie. Yeah, yeah. Tyler, you wasted you your entire it, ten on. Um... Oh, I watched it through the AMC app because like I didn't want to find my DVD of it. Oh, okay. Uh, and uh, there's another thing that that I would uh, treat our listeners to is that riff tracks, which was like the Michael J. Nelson offshoot of mystery science theater they like if you played in sync it was a thing like when i was in college like you Mm -hmm. play like a video file and then you play the audio file and they could basically be like mystery science theater Mm -hmm. for modern movies there was one for roadhouse that i think is one of the finest pieces of comedy that you could ever enjoy that sounds great Uh, great. it's that's that's one of the best things so i watched that a lot uh And but I did watch this through the AMC app uh, as I as I flew home last night. I had about ninety minutes to to get it in, and so it was completely edited. <laughs> and so like like Ooh. all of the swearing was cut out. And oh. I was like I was like wait like there was a weird butt shot here that it's not yeah. happening right now. Where's that weird butt? Where's that Where's, weird butt? Where? So what did he do to in prison? Was there a fun <laughs> replacement? Oh, there wasn't a fun replacement. He no. probably says, I used to kick guys like you in prison. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. it was. That's what it was. That's what it was. Lame. Um, or something stupid. Yeah. Like, I watched I it on a DVD guys. from the L.A. Public Library. Ooh. Ooh. Thanks. There you LA. go. Supporting yeah. the, the libraries. That's great. That's great. <laughs> they have Roadhouse, too, also. I already put it on hold. Nice. <laughs> it was out. It was unavailable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, or this is some weird like gift of the magi thing where you guys all put it on hold. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's yeah. how that works. I already but... cut off all my hair. <laughs> <laughs> so should uh, we talk about Sam Elliott? I know we haven't even. Oh my god! Him. Academy yeah. Award nominee. Yes, he is such a fucking hunk in this movie. He is it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I was like, He's wow, Wade, Wade Garrett. As great as Swayze is, I honestly maybe would have. Also enjoyed seeing a whole movie about Sam Elliott's I'm character agreed. about with Wade. that amazing hair. Wade Garrett, yeah. I've never seen Roadhouse 2, but fingers crossed for you guys. <laughs> yeah, it I is know, a I Sam Elliott it. prequel. And I could actually kind of understand what Sam Elliott was saying in this movie. I think like one of the only other movies I've seen him <laughs> in is The Star is Born. I did not know what he was saying well, the entire the funny, time. The funny thing <laughs> about, about this movie is how it has very strong direct ties to The Big Lebowski. I was thinking the same. Yes, thing. because... Jackie Treehorn is Wesley, who is the main villain in The Big Lebowski, mm-hmm. and Sam Elliott, who is the stranger in The Big Lebowski, is also in this movie. There, <laughs> so is, there is a spirit guide. There is a spirit uh, guide, and and he kind of plays the same role in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He is, he is uh, Dalton's sage bouncer merlin yeah yeah i, I thought oh. that uh you know with this character and merlin like... is a great <laughs> obviously you shall not pass i mean yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i like <laughs> yeah. 
I do love that he like shows up and is immediately in a fight like <laughs> right away. Yeah, and is and is so nonplussed about it where he's just like, "Well, I gotta kick somebody's ass." Yeah. Like, yeah. Here we go, Miho. Yeah, Miho. Yeah, Miho. Um, I thought like with this character and some of the interactions, uh, like this movie does like a weirdly good job at like world building. It, no, it's of, a, no, of, like, uh, the no, world. I was thinking about this in that like there's so much of John Wick in the DNA of this movie. Yeah, of like just having him like having to buy like the, the thinking about. Yeah, this guy's car would get completely fucked up. So yeah. like, he hides his car and does this thing, and, and like, like a, and like how he's been hired at this seemingly random bar, but then he like knows the the guy leading the band. Yep, and they're like clearly know each other really Names well. Dalton. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was great. Uh, we should talk about the music too in this. Movie. Yeah, yeah but should. no, it is like that. Like there is, like, it's one of these things where it's like I guess. I, it's kind of the jokes we were making when we first started the podcast of like, I guess there's like famous bouncers because this make this movie makes you feel like that it's a thing. Like, yeah, exactly. That's a thing that's probably true. Yeah, which... not that Dave Batista is number two on the list, <laughs> <laughs> but I think that I, I agree. Gandalf should be up there. <laughs> it's amazing, like how charming Sam Elliott's character managed to be. That I somehow didn't even hate him when he said to Patrick Swayze about. About Kelly Lynch, that girl has entirely too much brains to have an ass oh like that. God. And I was oh, yeah. still like, ah, Sam Elliott, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. He's pretty cool, you know? Like, even after he said that. So. Well, I think that also the way that he delivers that line is like, he's an old timer and he's been working in shitty bars. Yeah. And like, it's like, but no, I totally agree. Like, there's a and charm also to, to his... it that shouldn't. Work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Also, like to his friend, it's like they're clearly in a relationship, and yeah. it's like really, yeah, they yeah. say like a dickish comment about like also my girlfriend, and, basically, like, and make a joke that maybe wasn't a joke about how he wants her for himself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yay. I'm gonna, Ooh. I'm gonna fuck your girlfriend, Miho. <laughs> I mean, he does have a motorcycle, so... He does. Is that cooler than a Mercedes? Well, yes. <laughs> it depends on who gets the motorcycle when he fucking dies. Oh, I know. <laughs> that was sad. That is a crazy thing. Do you think that... And Patrick Swayze drinks a... Dalton, I should say. Not real Patrick Swayze. Drinks a, he drinks beer only with... Uh, Miho Senior, right? Yeah, yeah. Sometimes he only has like He's cough- coffee. Getting coffee. Yeah. Besides, yeah, yeah. So, but like they do drink a couple of beers, right? He's like, mm-hmm. let's get a beer. So, like, uh, it, but then and then right after that is when Miho Senior dies, right? That's yeah. when he's. Uh, That's so sad. So well, I'm just saying it's kind of like if in a horror movie having sex tales. in a horror movie, it's like if he had just stayed sober the entire movie. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah you can't you can't drink so, with Sam Elliott. That's no, it's, the rule. It's the cosmic uh, forces yeah. against you. Which the dude, same thing. Oh. Bad shit happens once you drink with the stranger. Yeah, uh, but not to him, at least. Well, nihilist. <laughs> yeah, you lose a Donnie. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this is one of the things that's actually like kind of evil from Wesley. Of mm-hmm. so like some shits going down. We can Super talk evil. about like how he's squeezing out the town, which are with so many explosions. Which, which, like, which, what was the explosion their, budget for this? They're they're insane <laughs> vignettes. But one of the things he says is, like, basically at some point he's like, we're, we're either going to kill Doc or we're going to kill Wade. And uh, choose now or we're going to flip a coin. And Wesley is like, you know, he's like, like, Dalton's like, fuck you. I'm going to fucking kill you. I'm gonna do blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, he's like, I flip the coin. I'll let you know how it turns out. Click. <laughs> yeah. And then Wade kind of, like, gets into the, to, like, shows immediately at the bar. And he's like, oh, no, Doc, because Wade's fine. And he well, comes and back. it's like a good, it's a good Cop, uh, like a yeah. trick because he comes in and he's yeah. already beat up and you're like oh, yeah, yeah, so sure. I thought, oh that was it he escaped yeah. and or they were just beating him up so he, get, he gets back to the bar and he has a fucking knife in him yeah. and it just says it was tails <laughs> yeah. and it's like that's, that's some the, joker like, shit like, no, yeah, yeah. Like, like, that's some amazing yeah. 80s action movie like villain shit yeah. like it's good also I think we need to talk about the uh, daylight public monster, monster truck, truck. <laughs> oh my god which holy shit is Bigfoot. Yeah. No, it is That Bigfoot. is legitimately the monster oh, really? truck, the world-famous monster truck. Bigfoot. Bigfoot. Right? <laughs> uh, we, we all know what we're talking about here, I mean, friends. I totally know what you're talking about. I thought, I, that's, I mean, uh, you're probably younger than I am. It was <laughs> only, there was, I don't know, I, I can tell you two monster trucks by name. There's Grave Bigfoot Digger? and you got Grave Digger. Oh, well, three if you count Truckosaurus. The yeah, right, robot. Yes. Okay. Anyway. Okay, fair. Um, <laughs> uh, you'll pay for your, the whole seat, but you'll only need the edge. Um, <laughs> 
kids are just it, five yeah, bucks. Yeah. Um, so there's. I've never been to a monster truck rally, but I would like to go now. Um, it's I have cool. been. It is fun. It's like they're. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about that. Later. Um, uh, there's Bigfoot. In this movie, like it is also kind of weird. There is a bit of, I guess, uh, Chekhov's Bigfoot in this also. (laughs) That like this guy shows up, he's just driving a monster truck around town, like brings one of his buddies to the double deuce in the monster Monster truck. (laughs) We're like, that monster truck's got to roll over cars, right? (laughs) (laughs) Otherwise, why is he kick out the rope ladder? Like we want some G and (laughs) T's. Enter not the used car salesman from before, but the upstanding new car salesman. He sells station wagons and only station wagons. The new people of Missouri. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yet he doesn't call him. Never (laughs) called him once. (laughs) I just thought that that was insane. That like it seemed like the entire town was there just to watch this happen. Yeah, like hey, Dalton's there. Doc is there. They're all like, "What?" If I hear Bigfoot's gonna crush some fucking cars, I'm there. (laughs) He drove through the entire dealership. Yeah, he destroyed the building and all the cars. Yeah. Again, I guess he also owned the cops because they're not gonna try to stop this. Yeah. Yeah. Yikes. Not a lot of cops in this movie. Not a no. lot of cops in this movie. They show up at the very end. I yeah. Think. They mentioned that he owns the cops because at some point they're like, we got to report him. Yeah. And they're like, report him to who? Like, he owns everybody. Right, it still true. seems like a confrontation to prove. That, like, an attempt <laughs> seems worthy, even if it means, like, <laughs> right. we do pay the cost. It seems yeah, it's like, like, it's like, I understand he's paid you, but he's driving a monster truck in, in broad, broad daylight. daylight. Yeah. The they might be like, okay, listen, one of your guys has got to take a fall for it. Yes. Probably yeah. the monster truck. Whoever the monster truck is registered to. <laughs> Got to. I'm surprised yeah, there someone, wasn't like a someone fucking needs at least crew. 30 days of community service yeah, for this that's one. It. <laughs> Sweep up the glass. Yeah. <laughs> that scene was insane. I was uh, like, which is before uh, he meets his girlfriend's uncle. Yeah, the who uh, the who runs the auto, auto parts yeah. store. Red, yeah. It's conveniently in the parking lot of the bar. Yeah, <laughs> that was crazy. <laughs> there are probably like uh, fifty barrels of gasoline in that small yeah. shop because <laughs> why wouldn't there be? <laughs> Cars need gas. That's sure. true. It's like how many people? How many times does this happen to you? You go into O'Reilly, you're like, I don't know, there's something wrong with my car, and they're like, Did you put gas in it? Have one of our barrels, and they roll it out to the parking lot for you. <laughs> You can have these free shop towels with purchase or a barrel of oil. <laughs> is there, like, is I want to know what the layout of this town is. Yeah. It's, there's I, the outskirts where there's a roadhouse in the middle of nowhere with an auto parts store. Across the street. And then somewhere there's the dealership that yeah. looked like it was in the middle of a town. Well, yeah. like, in the mall sh- in future sight of J.C. Penney. It was all actually shot in California, so, like, that auto shop is in, like, it's it was shot, like, up past uh like the hastings ranch area and things like that oh. uh and then like that dealership's in the fucking valley yeah like uh, um and then the houses like he ends up living in like this barn that he rents from this sure, guy from it's a apartment. pretty nice apartment oh in the barn. Yeah. he was like nobody wants it i was like what nobody wanted that okay. hundred dollars a month yeah hundred dollars a month is um, his rent. but it just happens to be conveniently across the like Possibly man-made pond or lake <laughs> yeah. that um, the bad guy that lives Wesley directly lives on across. the other side, so they can look at each other all yeah. the time and see like when the other one's having sex. You know? That was really creepy. That scene oh where he's God. just watching them fuck on his roof. Like, also, he was on the, on the roof. Yeah, yeah okay. Like, that, I was and, gonna and, say and he's just like, yeah, fucking. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's clearly obsessed with the human form. You know, he likes his homunculus. He likes his uh, hunky crocodile Dundee. He likes uh, Patrick hunky, Swayze. Hunky Dundee. He, he, <laughs> He likes Doc. He's got that yeah. necklace, man. Yeah, he does. Yeah. It's like a sh- and it's like a raptor club. You know what? Yeah. You know what? I think that there's nothing more. I fucked a raptor in prison. <laughs> <laughs> I used to fuck dinosaurs like you in prison. <laughs> I smuggled the DNA out, DNA out in shaving cream cans. Um, or it was some- time jail. It's also possible. <laughs> yeah. it was in the negative there's zone or there's something. There's something funny about the masculinity of this movie mm. and how, like, Dalton how is not. Like, there's a lot of people thinking, like, you should be way more manly. And he's like, no, like, I'm much more calculated and collected. And I think that, like. I'm reading the- Legends of the Fall or whatever while yeah. I'm sitting staring out my window. Yeah. Don't forget Tai Chi in the morning. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're, Never. We're, we're Wesley's yeah. just looking at him and be like, this fuck. 
Like yeah. he wants to like Wesley wants to have sex with him. I think is, <laughs> is, is the subtext of a lot of these things. But I think that the 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 foil to to Dalton is Billy, who is sexy Dundee, as mm, as you, mm, you point him. And I love the the part of the movie where it's like masculinity as most toxic and bare is him after he's blown up Emmett's house and riding on an ATV just being like ah <laughs> <laughs> that was insane and it's like it's uh, like this movie knows what's up like yeah. that that is what that is so yeah, there's that scene where he's just like across the <laughs> pond looking across like haha on his ATV he's just riding an ATV like I just murdered and killed and I'll never well, die also Emmett's house had just as many barrels of gasoline yeah. in it as the auto shop and then well, at one point for retaliation Patrick Swayze sends the car to what's the guy's name Wesley's house and he has he put he like stabs the gas down with so the, the knife car, that killed Wade yeah so yeah. the car drives There's symbolism he was symbolism but somehow the car flips over just right and then all also, apparently, it was full of gasoline, like many barrels, because it explodes in like the huge, like. Well, as yeah. we established, he frequented Red's Auto Shop, and so he bought some barrels of oil. Yeah. Of course, on credit. And I was, I was like, credit. What? <laughs> I was like, these guys are totally trying to murder him. So I guess he has license to just go and fucking murder them back. Yeah, he kills he kills twenty people, and I don't know how meaningful it is by the time he finally gets to Wesley that he doesn't rip his throat out. Yeah. Right. It's kind of like because what he happens killed is, a lot of what people. happens is like so like he, Wade gets there after like the heads or tails bullshit thing, and and Wade's like let's get the fuck out of this town, fuck this, and he's like no, I'm gonna go check on her, and then so he goes races to the hospital, and she's like because she'd seen him rip fucking Billy's throat out, <laughs> yeah, not happy is, about it, and she is rightfully. <laughs> Get Not away from yeah, me. like she is. She's just like, nope. Like that's too violent for me. That's a massive psychic wound. She, and she was like, "Why are you even doing this? You're gonna save them from him. Well, who's gonna save them from you?" Ooh. And she's like, <laughs> "Yeah." I said chills. So, 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 so he goes back and he's like, "You know what? Fuck it. Fuck this. Wait, let's go. Let me." Miho senior, let's go to Mexico, and then he he dead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a dark day. I mean, though, there really is. There's also that thing uh, in the man-made pond at the end where after he's floated Billy's body across <laughs> the pond, he, he drags him he, into the pond. Like, well, by the way, though, so so Doc is traumatized, by, rightly traumatized yeah. by that murder. Like, when he <laughs> rips up, violently murders this guy. Yeah. Like, in a calculated and precise, yes. bizarre manner that yeah. no one has ever done before or yeah. since except MacGruber. Yeah. And there's... <laughs> and, there's uh, and then the movie ends with them skinny dipping in same man-made pun. <laughs> and they're fucking just... Like two pigs in a blanket. Yeah. They cannot he was be like, happy. No, he was, he was, he's like, Doc, did you know that if you rip a man's essence out into a straw in a swimming pool, that you can become immortal if you fuck in it? Yeah. <laughs> that's what happened. It's like she saw that death, and then she saw at least the evidence of him killing like at least five or six other goons. She saw in the house. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. somehow she just forgot. I mean, more that. than well, that, she also witnessed him run as fast as a motorcycle. That's right. <laughs> that was probably pretty shocking, too. <laughs> I, think, I think it's time his that we wheel, talk about his legs turned into wheels. Really, <laughs> yeah. like I think it's time we talk about Tinker. Tinker. Talk to me about Tinker. Tinker. So Tinker is uh, Wesley's henchman who only exists for being chubby comic relief. Oh, yeah. And and there's a point where uh, uh, his goons go to confront Dalton. And and Wesley's like beats the shit out of one of his guys, but because he before he's like, who's gonna take responsibility? This is somebody's fault. Whose fault is it? And then Tinker, who's just a chubby dude wearing overalls and a hat, and he's like, I'll take responsibility. It was my fault. And Wesley just rubs his head and he's like, I believe you, Tinker. I believe you're sorry. <laughs> and he's like, but you, I'm gonna kick your ass. And so like he's like this lovable oaf, I guess. Well- but he kills people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then, so when they finally get to Wesley's house, as if you didn't already know he was a horrible person, he's got an entire, like, basement <laughs> museum of taxidermied oh, animals. Right. There's a fucking walrus on yeah. the Including <laughs> the polar bear from Lost is there. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> it's pretty bad. Pretty yeah. bad. And, the, and Dalton pushes that polar bear on yeah, top of Tinker. And I was like, is he dead? Because they acted like he was dead. Yeah, I think they thought he was dead. Yeah. 
But yeah. And then later, good. everyone's like, when they, so basically what happens is Dalton decides he's not going to rip Jackie Tree Jackie Treehorn's throat out or Wesley, mm-hmm. uh, because Doc shows up and he's like, I'm not going to kill. Yeah, but then all the other, like, slightly less rich elitist white men come and decide <laughs> and to shoot the shit out of him. Shooting him. Yeah, he's well, super he, dead. He, he lets his guard down, and then Wesley pulls a gun, and yeah. then so, like, they all. So, like, the, the red with all the oil barrels, surprising he didn't throw an oil barrel at, at him like Donkey Kong. <laughs> <laughs> shoots, him. <laughs> shoots him with a shotgun. The owner of the double do shoots him with a shotgun. Emmett shoots him with a shotgun. Uh,. Oh, Which is a lot of shotgun you, you wounds. You are so lucky we're not on top of scaffolding right now. Yeah. I would totally smoke you with this yeah. giant oil. <laughs> uh, and then, so then the cops show up, and then I guess Tinker becomes a reformed man in this because like, he welches on his former boss. They're like, Tinker, did you see anything? And he's like, a bear fell on me. Yeah. <laughs> he says the dumbest thing possible. <laughs> a bear fell on me. I pooped uh, myself. <laughs> <laughs> I believe all you, right, Tinker. All right, Tinker. I believe you, Tinker. Yeah, boy. <laughs> so let's get to uh, a topic that you brought up 20 fucking minutes ago. Well, I was like, of... let's talk about the glue that holds this movie together. The music. The music. Oh, yeah. yeah. Cody. Mostly coming from, yeah, the Jeff Healy band. Can I, I, I have to interject one thing. Uh, I, when I was in uh, high school, uh, we went to the House of Blues a lot. That's where a lot of the... the the music for the young folks in Las Vegas was, and there was one point where I dropped my ID as I was walking into the venue as an 18 over shoulder or whatever, and I had very long blonde hair at the time, and the yeah. bouncer was like, hey, Jeff Healy, Healy, Healy. Whoa. What? And I, and I, being a roadhouse connoisseur at the time, turned around, <laughs> <laughs> processes information, and it was like, this bouncer... Loves Roadhouse. <laughs> <laughs> the only possible explanation. The only possible explanation like, where he's going Je- making a Jeff Healy reference. Yeah, I mean, how somebody many, with long blonde hair. How many bouncers did this movie create? Ooh. I think a lot. Probably. Hey, if you're a bouncer out there listening to us right now, let us know your Dalton origin story. I saw Roadhouse <laughs> and wanted to be a bouncer. Want to be a cooler. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we got to that level. You stayed a bouncer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I cause more problems than I solve. <laughs> um, but yeah, the whole movie is like uh, threaded together by awesome, like you know, roadhouse music, mm-hmm. <laughs> blues, every kind of like southern blues rock song you could think of by the Jeff Healy band performing all these great songs like "On the Road Again" and all sorts of stuff. Sure, and he's. Uh, you know, he's like this uh, famous blues magician. Ma- magician. <laughs> blues <laughs> magician. <laughs> I mean, my sadness disappeared. Pull my ex out of a hand. He's a blues musician <laughs> from Canada. And he is actually blind, yeah. Yeah. Oh. That would have been so crazy if he was faking that. He should yeah. have seriously won an Oscar if he was, yeah. like, well, was like the greatest blind impression. Yeah. That and uh, call, right? I don't know if you guys saw in the credits too, like fun fact that these songs were all produced by Jimmy Iovine. And he's the music supervisor. Yeah, which yeah. was nuts. And he was the music supervisor and he also got like a whole card in the credits like to himself. Yeah. Like, yeah. The music supervisor usually not isolated like that in the credits. Certainly but... not then especially. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. Crazy. It was pretty crazy. I was like, what? I had no idea he was uh, involved. And, like, that that first band, too, whatever they're called, like, Los Coros. I think they're called, like, Los Los Coros. Coros or something like that. Oh, yeah. Um, Which, I don't know. I thought it was a better band. More interesting. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I liked that Jeff Healy, that Cody... He got a makeover when the double deuce got a makeover. Yeah, he got. He went Comb your hair, his, Cody. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> he like was able to like grow it out and like get a nice little kind of pompadour going on. That was, he didn't have to have like moment. a chain link fence in front of himself anymore. Yeah, 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 yeah like the Blues Brothers. Yeah, maybe he started <laughs> every glass night. Bottles of blind guy. Like that's yeah, so messed that's pretty up. fucked up. That's why you need the best cooler in the biz. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean one one of the things that's I, some undesirables <laughs> coming in the double deuce. One of the things I enjoyed most uh, or one of the things I enjoyed most about the movie is like every time we come back to the double deuce, it's like you see the evolution of it. Like yeah. as he's doing his job, like suddenly it's got, there's really neon signs everywhere. Yeah. And it's got a brand new like entrance. And well, like totally the new. threat of the movie is that Dalton standing up for what is right and what is just and what is fair gives yeah. the town, the 
courage to stand up to, to have a nice bar. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy a nice night out on the town without yeah. fear of reprisal. Uh, yeah. It come, but it becomes so much more than that because a man of integrity gives them the courage. Sorry, knives in the boots aren't allowed anymore. <laughs> were they set, did you see in the special features, were they trying to set up something with the like more homely waitress that could also sing and then she like came to his house and brought him food. Oh, I don't think so. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cause that it, was it just a, like I think she was, was going to be like a more main important. character and then she just kind of disappeared. I think she was singing... just there to deliver exposition. Yeah. Uh, the singing is thing is bad because I liked her. I liked I thought her too. She was a cool, like yeah. she, um, she, I was saying this before we started. She reminds me, she looks like, uh, this LA, artist named Jenny O mm-hmm. who is like they look almost identical <laughs> apparently I did look because I looked her up because I was just like is that who I'm thinking of she just looks she in a million she is in a million things but yeah. they're mostly yeah. TV things but like she was she started her career as a singer and has yeah. like she's composed for like film and TV yeah, that's that crazy yeah. that's wild yeah I think that's like her singing was not like originally in the movie like mm-hmm. that was something that came up on set because apparently like the Jeff Healy band like they were saying that uh, they would just like perform songs every like lunch break because they had all their PA set up and sure. it was just like they were like this is the most fun set we've ever been on Aww. they were playing music all the time and rocking out and then it kind of came from that that she cool. could sing and yeah that's kind of cool like that actually might have been a fun set to work like if it was yeah. in an actual bar like presumably they did just like film I mean, at a bar yeah they did I mean, yeah. why not right there's and then you just have like the whole thing is is like basically yeah, here you gotta actually these people can actually get into character and uh you know, so have some drinks, thing. play some music. Yeah, yeah. nobody's yeah, actually probably drinking, but sure. I, I mean, they probably they probably were. Back yeah, then. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, pretty but, cool. Uh, other like weird music tie-in is John Doe from X is the bartender. Yeah, yeah. That's the, yeah, like pretty crazy. Other, pretty crazy. His like kind of breakout role, I guess. Yeah. One. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> there was one really funny story on the uh, special features that I'll just relay really quickly. Sure. Apparently. Um, Bill Murray is a huge Roadhouse fan. Oh, yes. He loves this movie. And he is, like, best friends with Kelly Lynch's husband. Okay. And apparently every time he's somewhere where Roadhouse is playing, no matter what time of the day, no matter what, you know, is going on, he'll call their house and be like, hey, hey, your wife's fucking uh, Project Swayze right now. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) And then just hang up. (laughs) And his brothers do it to her, too. Yeah. Yay. I was like, that's hilarious. That is harassment. <laughs> yeah. That's but they're friends. You know? No, yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, this movie is, uh, we should get into this. Like, this movie is not a good movie. But this movie is a fun movie. Yeah. And there's mm-hmm. something to it that has, it, it, it has cult staying power in a way oh, that yeah. I don't think that really is tangible in a lot of ways. Joel Silver was 10 years away from producing The Matrix. Uh, Joel Silver is the... You know, '80s action guru dude. Yeah, uh, and I don't like a lot of these guys came off of Die Hard to do yes, this absolutely. project next. Um, and Dean, cinem- Con- Dean Cundy shot the movie. Yeah, Dean he, Cundy he shot goes, Jurassic Park. Yeah, exactly. Cinematographer. Uh, there's That's a interesting lot of- too because you saying that they were thinking of this as like the ultimate. Uh, drive-in movie yeah. and like Jurassic Park is totally like the ultimate monster track. movie like yeah. B movie you know it's yeah. like a weird that's a weird like yeah I don't know career thread to have it kind of has this, have, this but... DNA of of a lot of different types of movie that you love right and it's but it's weird because it's <laughs> it's a movie about a, a bouncers in, yeah. in Missouri. Like, it like gaslights you into thinking like, is this a thing? Yeah. And you're like, <laughs> do people know who bouncers but like, are? But like, I think that, and it's interesting. Should like, I be a bouncer? bouncer? Yeah. Like the world building is, is specific in a way that in the same way that like John Wick and the Hitman thing is specific where it's like, oh, there's this whole world of cooling that you don't know about. Yeah, right. Like, it, it, secret it is... hotels where only Hitman Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, oh, these are the rules. When, when you're a cooler, you buy a new car in every city that you go to yeah. that's just the rules that's what happens um and i think that it's pretty, that type it's of cool rule yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's that type of thinking and that type of like 
you know, when your main villain's like bragging about bringing a JC Penny, like it's the most like banal thing in the yeah, world. Yeah. And and I don't know. There's something about this movie that is just fun, mm-hmm. and that uh, the bad guys are. I guess it's it kind of redefines a different type of bad guy. Even though like he's maniacal and crazy, like he's just like somebody's grandpa. Yeah. I was watching it like it feels like they tried to make like a serious version of like Caddyshack or something. Yes, where it's like the oh same. God. It's like the same the dynamic. Dean. Yeah, it's like the same like you know like hero villain dynamic, but like they tried to make it like a drama instead of going straight. For yeah, well, no, it's like it's like it's like all oh, these all these Korean war vets are trying to ruin our fun. Let's fuck them up. Yeah, <laughs> it's it is that is sort of weird, right? Like if it was Caddyshack, it would be that like he's trying to develop this backwater into like a modern middle-class suburb right Right. like that that would be the thing and his his issue is the double deuce is a holdout and this independent businessman is actually just trying to hold on to it and make it better right but he's trying to destroy it and it would be he doesn't like this gross farmer across the uh, with his uh, sticky horses you guys are making a two country like you're standing in the way of progress (laughs) never shaves that would be like that would be a strong thread for that yeah like a motivation for this character is just a sociopath Wife beater who is a, like hates his nephew, but it is it is the Caddyshack theme. Only You're absolutely son. right. Yeah. Like, it's it's the theme of like of of all oh, these misfits and whatever. And it's like, but now there's mass murder and fun. It's real dark. Yeah, uh, could have yeah. been snobs versus slobs, but instead is sociopath the dance man, <laughs> sociopath with an ATV and a helicopter and a fucking monster truck. <laughs> I, yeah, there's a scene where he's like, he just flies a helicopter around to piss off the farmer. <laughs> yeah, like that's the open his opening like shot. Is yeah, that's, that's so fucking I, weird. You brought up Elizabeth before the um the explosions. Yeah, explosions. <laughs> I had, I, I it does seem like there was a shift in or like if you go back and watch most movies from 1987 to sure. 90 that's like <laughs> that's the payoff kind of like there's this period of like monster movies like your american werewolves in london yeah. and uh the fly and stuff like that where like a big uh special effects payoff is kind of what the movie is building towards but this mm-hmm. is just like we're going to blow this building up was- that's the <laughs> thing you guys are here and like terminator 2 is the thing that finally crushed that but yeah. like it is weird it's weird. I guess that's all I want. Yeah, so I want to second what I think you were it was saying. Like, remember when we watched like the second Dark Man and they had that explosion where they accidentally set off all the explosives oh, at yeah. once and they like almost killed the people. <laughs> right. It was so gigantic. Like all of these were so huge. And yeah. it was funny because we had horror movie night like a couple days ago and some like in the movie a protagonist like just made a bomb even though he was like a doctor and I was like. How did that guy know how to make a bomb? And then I made some joke about, oh, I forgot that all white men just know how to construct dirty bombs. <laughs> and this movie did not help that. Like, yeah, yeah. After that movie, I was like, what is it with this weekend? Like, I just, oh, it was really funny because like both buildings were like, oh, shit, they're on fire. Oh, man, that's bad. Like, it's on fire. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it's just like, boom. Like, what? <laughs> and also that the prospector survived his house exploding. And of course, he was yeah. wearing like the classic yeah, the red Union suit. <laughs> Yeah, Swayze had to bring him out in his long underwear. <laughs> I'm fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah, my my favorite scene, in the, not my favorite scene in the movie, but one of my, like the more the hilarious Jews. scenes in the movie <laughs> is like before that, where like Emmett, who's like this old prospector dude, discovers Dalton's car, and he's like, it's like it's played off as this giant reveal. And he's like, oh, what's this in the bar? And like, oh, oh Mercedes. <laughs> he's not who he appears to be. Who is this man? <laughs> Oh, he's the man we've already we've already revealed <laughs> him to be. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, like it puts this great pain into me. Like, oh, like he's dead. Like, oh, he's rich. Why don't they cut that scene out and put Keith David back in? Yeah, <laughs> like, put Keith David back. I feel Let like punch maybe this is just my like white blind- face blindness, but I feel like Emmett and Red could have been the same character, and they it could would have, have uh, streamlined the movie a little bit. Yes, yeah. why not? Yeah, like yeah. he comes in to get his car repaired after he stops by the Double Deuce yeah. the first time, and he says, he's "Actually, like, oh, you got a, you got a room for rent. Yeah, cool. Here's a sign up at your." Oh, Oh, and your niece is the hot doctor. You know, right, like, great. Yeah. But instead, there's, like, two separate guys. And the car sale. But how, <laughs> would you, how would you know? How would you know if Wesley was rich if he didn't live by that weird pond? Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think they just wanted uh, Wesley to get shot by five people at the end. So they I had to so. have five different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
what frontier vengeance can we construct here? You you work, you know, in white revenge movies, you work backwards from who's carrying the gun. Right. <laughs> also, weird lack of guns in this movie. Like, a lot of yeah. problems that, uh, like, one of my wife's favorite genres of movies, like, problem movies that could be solved by, like, modern convenience, like, by sure. cell phones, basically. Yeah. Right? That, like, um, but there's, in this one, you've, you've got, like, if all of these guys just had guns, all, which, yeah. like, by the way, like, they all have guns. They all they have them, certainly yeah. Certainly yeah. have But they're guns. cosplaying as Grease characters. With yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> well, <laughs> especially the double deuce. Like, even yeah. when it's cleaned up, there's a goddamn shotgun underneath that bar. Yeah, yeah. right? It's yeah. like, maybe it's just this thing, like, they've all, they're all so, like, you know, psychopathic. They've killed so many people <laughs> that, like, now they're just into experimenting no with knives. Yeah. <laughs> throat ripping was just yeah. de rigueur at that yeah, time. Yeah, it's just like, it's like, yeah, no more hard liquor, only beer and, yeah. and switchblades. Yeah. <laughs> Boot knives and oh, so God. on. The, the knives were all designed by someone specially for this movie, too. Oh, really? I noticed that in the credits, yeah. I didn't oh. write down the guy's name, but it was like, knives, all designed by so-and-so. <laughs> Sharpie Stickman. <laughs> Is there anything whiter than that? <laughs> yeah, I designed the knives for Roadhouse. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, he has a booth at a knife show, right? Like, yeah, you can go yeah. to any of those, like, things at a weird expo center yeah, exactly. in, like, Pacoima. He's got these, like, signing autographs. He's at the sports oh, show. Yeah. He's like, I call this one the cooler. Yeah. <laughs> They're all called the cooler. <laughs> this is the knife that killed Sam <laughs> Elliott. <laughs> oh, man. Well, do you want to get to the rating system? Oh, boy. Uh, yes. How many? Hmm. Hmm. There's just so many things. There's so many things. How many Bigfoot monster trucks <laughs> <laughs> would you give Roadhouse the story of Dalton? The story of Dalton. <laughs> out of 10, right? Yeah. Yeah, out of 10 monster trucks. Uh, you know, go I'm, bigger, we go home. I, I actually want to give this one an 8 out of 10. Uh, I really enjoyed this movie. <laughs> um, I thought it looked great. I mean, you've got the Dean Cundy cinematography. Um, You know, I was expecting it to be really terrible and I actually had a really fun time with it. Um, I'm not going to probably like watch it again, but, but um, I just enjoyed the, like, what the fuck is this movie? (laughs) Like what is going on the whole time? And then the one liners are just so ridiculous. I just kept laughing to myself. Yeah. I had a good time. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, I'm next? You sure. Ask. Well, I guess since I read that this was Bigfoot 7, the seventh incarnation of Bigfoot <laughs> since 1975, I'll give it seven Bigfoots. Nice. Uh, I'm going to say... Oh, I never do... We never do halves, huh? Um, give it half like, a Bigfoot. I feel like six is low, but I feel like seven's too high. So, yeah, I'll say six and a half. <laughs> Uh, big feet. <laughs> big yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you're, you're giving it. You're giving it six Bigfoot and one Grave Digger. <laughs> sure, yeah, if that's what that one, means. Uh, one normal size truck. <laughs> one F one fifty. No, yeah. actually, I thought it was like really good as like a period piece and just a very entertaining movie. <laughs> <laughs> This is what the eighties were like. Yeah. So no, it's it's really funny and like the the fighting and the action and is all entertaining and good. But yeah, I don't know. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, the fight choreography is pretty yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, especially yeah, it's for really the good. time. Like, there's a lot of group fighting, and uh-huh. it's not a lot of like a guy standing around a circle waiting to be yeah have his <laughs> right. By... Well, and it's fast. Like, there's a yeah. lot of like it's yeah. a lot of a lot of. Kids. I mean, well, the problem is the, the not the problem. The great thing about it is that he's a dancer, and so it's choreographed in a way like it's a mm-hmm. dance. But like, even you know, how they move understand. around. Well, and it was like all every time the bar would break out into craziness, it would be the Jeff Healy song. But like, it would also be pretty good if you just substituted like Benny Hill, you know. <laughs> 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 Like while they're all fighting each other, like, yeah. Anyways, that would be ridiculous. somebody just gave herself some homework. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't think that I'm gonna go to a nine, but I'm gonna just <laughs> say nine because Ooh. like I do very much in love this movie. This is your movie. Just so, like, so. how did you first see this movie? Oh, that's a uh, blockbuster. Oh, okay. Blockbuster. Yeah, that makes sense. And then, and then I, I highly, highly recommend seeking out the riff tracks. Uh, mm. You will get increased enjoyment from it. It is one of these movies that is, I don't, I would never argue that it's a good movie, but it is an <laughs> enjoyable movie. Yeah. And there's, I would totally watch it if there's it was a lot on of, TV. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that's going on in it that you can't quite 
like it's like it's a bunch of it's like an idea soup and i think that something that we touched on that i never really thought about it is like it is like let's make caddyshack a drama and then, <laughs> and then have patrick swayze rip people's throats out <laughs> and that's a pitch that yeah. i want to see totally totally uh so yeah i i i truly adore this movie and i am terrified to see what happens next yes uh we are in for roadhouse 2 next week and i yeah. am as scared as well yeah. <laughs> like why is there a roadhouse 2 there should not be who made this movie why is it happening why are we watching it i really hope that there's a really creepy billy with like one of those like vocoders Ooh. <laughs> like, oh. like he lived in like, like yeah. a guy from South Park? yeah <laughs> well like that's a question that's a question is it gonna have any connection to the first movie or is it just gonna be like another cooler Doing his job. Ah, uh, that's a Look, great question. Look, I bet it's going to be a cooler that's like, oh, well, I trained under the great Dalton. You know, like, where, he, where they, oh, like, Dalton reference Jr. him. You that know, would be like, cool. Yeah. That would be cool. Like, I just, not I his just, son, but I just, just, like, a, a protege. I wish it was just Keith David's story. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That would be Roadhouse one and a half. Yeah, I wish. <laughs> yeah. The story Tim with a kid. <laughs> yeah. Don't forget that the we kid are bartender. Like, into the Swayze verse, and yeah. we're, we're going to do Dirty Dancing right after this. <gasps> yeah. Havana and Nights? S- well, that too, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see how these two are possibly connected. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, to be the ultimate dancer, you have to be the ultimate cooler. It's all the same That's mentality. True. That's mm. true. <laughs> so it's Hot Hot Nights. You have to cool them down. Yeah. <laughs> you got to cool them down. Oh, man. Well, Josh, thanks for being here with us, man. Oh, this is truly a delight. (laughs) And you made my last night, too, because I got to watch Roadhouse. Yes, right. A total boner of a movie for two hours and five minutes. (laughs) That's a great uh, tagline for the uh, poster. Uh, Good well, time's best friend. That's right. That's right. Uh, well, it was yeah, great having you here, man. I really appreciate it. Um, and uh, yeah, in the meantime, Eliz, where can everyone uh, keep in touch with us? Please email us at sequelrights at gmail.com with any questions, suggestions for future franchises. Or how Dalton inspires you to become yes, a bouncer. Your yeah, bouncer yeah. origin story. Um, and then on social media, we are on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at sequelrights. And please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. We really appreciate all those stars. And Josh, I forgot to mention, is there anywhere uh, people can follow you? Yeah, sure. You can follow me on Twitter at Josh Briggs um, or on Instagram at the Commissioner J. Sweet. All right. Well, uh, that's it for Roadhouse this week. Uh, we're going to go uh, move on to a different bar. We'll different see you problems. at Triple Deuce. <laughs> yeah, see you guys next week for Roadhouse 2. Chase!